Intro music, intro music. Actually, we're already recording. <laughs> what? <laughs> I pulled a fast one on oh, you. Oh, God, I'm stupid now. Again. Hello, everybody. Welcome to episode 18 of the Benzo Rehab Dungeon. We've actually done like, I was counting this, we've actually done like 25 episodes, but uh, some of them were uh, bonkers, um, dumb shit that we've done, like the uh, totally intentional eight hour podcast. Uh, the- what are we doing? No, we're we're wasting everybody's time. Fuck, man! <laughs> I, we don't I, have I know, much left. Yeah, we don't have much left on this uh, Earth or um, Thank God. space. Um, yeah. So uh, this is uh, this is going to be unfortunately the the last. Uh, this is uh, this is October twenty first. By the way, uh, this is going to be the last episode for a little while, probably. Uh, I can't guarantee anything at the present moment yeah, we can't guarantee that we're gonna stop <laughs> yeah we, 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 we won't stop i know that much yeah. we won't stop but uh, I, honestly i don't even know that we're really gonna stop for any period of time that's, you, that's you, also you possible say that we will but i don't believe it yeah well we'll we'll see um we are i've got to uh i've got to pack all this shit up eventually yeah. so i mean that's gonna suck but you know it's like we can we can take an hour Man, you're yeah. just just so you know, you had you had the gain turned up on your mic real hard. So oh, did I? Was I just blowing this fucking yeah. ears off? So of- so Dorian's gonna be really loud at first, and then he's gonna he's gonna mellow down into a nice quiet on this That's episode, good. which you've already noticed. So yeah. why am I saying that out loud? Oh yeah, but I, I don't Listener. know, man. Like we're also going, uh, we're driving all the way to Louisiana and then directly back. So yeah, we might. Uh, I well, don't know. Maybe we'll, we'll record something then. Maybe, yeah, we'll, we'll 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 definitely see. Yeah. Um, so so uh, anybody who who doesn't religiously follow my Instagram story, mm-hmm. um, the the house that I've been renting for the last four years is uh, being sold, and what? the way that uh, the way that tenant law works is they can terminate the lease. Uh, uh, but the given amount of time, the time I've been given is 60 days and the housing market here is incredibly fucked up. So, uh, I've really got to be hitting the pavement and trying to find a place to live. Um, complicating this is that, uh, my, uh, sorry, ladies, my partner and I, <laughs> um, uh, we have a. Uh, I'm single, probably, by the way. Probably a hundred pound. <laughs> would you would you say she's probably a hundred pound? Uh, I don't know how much fucking dogs weigh. Sure, she, yes. she's about she's a chunky. Pounds. She's she, a chunky girl. Yeah, she she's a Thick. massive massive dog. Yeah. Um, and a dog like that kind of requires a yard. Yeah. Uh, so what I have to do right now, uh, we're actually doing the, this weekend. Uh, we'll be uh-huh. we'll be taking a cool little road trip to Louisiana to. Drop the dog off at my partner's parents' house. But by the way, why why didn't you tell me we were getting evicted? I live here. <laughs> <laughs> not on not on record, actually. So oh, you don't you, you have less rights than I do. I 
I have. Uh, Aren't I merciful? Uh, yeah, that's true. The fact uh, that I get to know it all is, is pretty cool. You, know, yeah. you guys don't just like move out around me. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> just leave the studio here. One, one day you just wake up and everything's gone except for your uh, your sleeping mat. Hell yeah! <laughs> just yeah, you took all my belongings. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, they're they're forfeit because this is my home. You know, that's true. That is true. Um, so yeah, we, we've got to make a road trip to Louisiana. We've got, uh, from, from Friday to Monday to make that trip. So we're going to be powering right through, uh, there and back. Um, and then, uh, after that, I've got to start packing everything up. Um, may, may have found a place, uh, but it's not going to be until, um, late November, early December that I can actually move into it. Uh, if I do get approved and that's the other cool thing which uh which i'll talk about in a little bit is uh, uh how cool renting around here is right now it is um, it is uh but you know the road trip will be fine because we've got yeah the road trip's going to be fine we, um, we've got the two bags of grass 75 pellets of mescaline five <laughs> yeah. sheets of high powered blotter acid a salt shaker and a half and, and we cocaine. only have like uh we only have five borders state borders to go through yeah so. <laughs> it's a whole <laughs> galaxy fine. of multicolored yeah. uppers downers screamers laughers and a quart of tequila Ooh. a quart of rum yeah. a case of budweiser well, i get shaky when i drive sober so <laughs> well that's where the pint of raw ether and two dozen animals <laughs> come man uh we don't really need that for the trip but uh, once you get locked into a serious drug collection the tendency to push it as uh, far as you can comes up so that was a, that was a movie reference yes. also a book reference because Correct. i'm smart yep. and edgy and, and cool. we're in bat country now is that uh different book different book never mind no you got it that's the right one. Oh, okay yeah anyways i don't know Maybe Look, I'm, I'm insecure right now, man. We should I've, take a break. I've I've lost my home. Uh, yeah. I'm sad inside. I, yeah. Every time I go around here, I look at all the memories that I made. Hell yeah. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Yeah. I, don't, I don't remember any of this shit. Yeah. I, I have been noticing uh, recently with, with this recent news on top of every fucking thing else that's been going on this uh, this last year. Yes. Uh, that um, people, people use that word uh, rock bottom a lot. Uh, in, in drugs and emotional states and you know all, sure. all that and it's a not a it's not a great term for it because it's uh the rock bottom is good not not because it's hard uh but because it's kind of squishy like you get down there and you just kind of stop stop feeling the stuff a little bit and it's it's kind of it's kind of soft and it gives you a little bounce and you just uh i just don't feel anything anymore and well, yeah, it's, it's right. like those yeah. uh, it's like those creatures that live at the bottom of the ocean or anything. Yeah, you, you adapt know? to the crushing uh, yeah. pressure and darkness. Uh, right. And then you lose your eyes and you like yeah. gain, gain weird fondling sensors and or you you speed on up and you die from the bends. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I, I mean, I uh, oh, th- there you go. That's that's a really good argument for never empowering poor people. Doing. Never improving anything. Yeah. Or you don't yeah. want you don't want to get the uh, the the uh, aflu benza, I guess. Yeah. yeah right. <laughs> I mean, if if we give uh, the blacks the power to vote, oh, then oh. they're not going to know how to use it. You know, they're just going to hurt themselves. Yeah. That's why we gotta we gotta ease them into it and let them only count as three fifths of the person. Yeah, I mean that's why I'm that's why I'm pro life in the end. Look, you don't like, just you, you don't just can... let babies run their first day, right? No, and you don't let a woman decide if she should hold a baby <laughs> in her body. <laughs> that's for us to decide. Oh. You know, well, I mean, not us, not you know what I mean. You know what I mean. 
us like people. Not, yeah, I mean, not like not like you and I per se, but like us as a class of like a type of like a not like a class, but like you know, you know what I'm saying. Like it's it's not it's not like a class thing, and it's not like a it's I, not like a me thing. I promise the listener like a, that this is uh-huh. probably satire. Depending on how our politics look in a year, I don't know. <laughs> look, uh, I just <laughs> go ahead, bud. Say your thoughts. I just think Shoot we your should. Stuff. I just think we should redline Italians. Oh, yeah, man. Well, that's all I got, man. One, one, no. one last shout at the Italians before we go on a hiatus. Yeah, that's, that's important. Uh, yeah. And the Germans. And the Ger- don't uh, forget the Germans. Don't forget the Germans. Uh, also, uh, the Italians again. <laughs> but yeah, I, don't I know the like, Italians. I'm uh, I'm in a good state right now because I can tell that I'm miserable. I think, yeah. but uh, I don't I don't really feel it anymore. Good. Uh, you know. And you know, isn't that like? Isn't that kind of just half the battle? Is not it feeling is. anything not at feeling all. Feeling it's half the battle. <laughs> Good. I'm glad we figured that out. Yeah. Um, so yeah, all all that stuff aside, um, may, maybe we can do some some like uh, I don't know, car talk recordings or something like oh, that. Oh man, I but, love that show. Yeah, not not comedians and cars getting coffee. No, but, car talk. Oh, did you never listen to car talk? No, I never listened to car talk. It's like three like uh, uh, fucking brothers from New Jersey or some shit. They like. They had horrible senses of humor, but they were like kind of funny because they were trying. You never listened to Car Talk? I never listened to Car Talk. It was sorry. on NPR. I'm not even a car guy. I don't listen to NPR. Yeah, Dorian, I'm not a shit not white? <laughs> <laughs> um, I grew up was listening it to rock and roll. I don't remember what fucking station we was on. I think it was I, NPR. I have no idea. Well, I mean, but, I was, I was, you know, I grew up in rural Washington. So, yeah. So all you had was a radio. <laughs> we right? had sticks and and stones and to break your bones yeah. and words have never hurt you no I, I never listened to car talk sorry sorry listener if i disappointed well, yeah, you listener, as well if you if you ever listen to car talk and if you're if you're australian or something don't don't vote on this <laughs> <laughs> but if you if you listen to car talk let us give know give us a shout out give us a shout out if you listen to car talk <laughs> but because that, that show is great that was a great show what i'm saying is uh i'm making a reference to a show that no one's ever listened to what are we doing uh with the show today apart um, from talking about how sad we are and making references yeah, to like well, defunct i was, was going to talk programs. a little bit about uh how how housing works around here and yeah right, right, right. Been. yeah um yeah, yeah. so so a couple of the onion you know i've i've had a week to work on this so mm-hmm. this is the, the early no, stumbling phases of things <laughs> it's, it's been a week yeah week it's, of, it's, or 70 or 60 days yeah, we, yeah we have 60 days and it's been a week so we got like 87 percent left yeah <laughs> um so one of the first things I've run into is, you know, there's there's like 50 apps for finding homes right now. Yeah. Wonder why? Because uh, tech bros are cool and they will always capitalize on the, the, you know, the worst things that are happening to people. Uh, disruption of their lives, whatever. <laughs> we should um, have uh, Uber for housing where like they, they get to live in like a, a WeWork space for you. Well, I, I, I think you did, sleep did, on the street. We, did we talk about uh, mm-hmm. uh, what was it? Um, we work. It's, it's no, going to be we work. Not we work. It oh, was okay. uh, civil. It was CIVL. Oh, yeah, yeah, yes, yes, yes. I mean, maybe we'll get to interact with these people. Yeah. Oh, S S or sorry. CIVVL. Oh, double V. Yeah. Double V. Um, and civil. <laughs> they got one star in Google Play. Yeah. I wonder I wonder why. No, nobody's had a good interaction with them. Hmm. Uh, but basically, 
th- this app, if you never heard about it, mm-hmm. is an app that some tech bros made in the uh, in in anticipation of the coming uh, eviction tsunami. Uh, basically it'll, it'll hook you up with somebody who's willing to help you move somebody else's stuff out of the home that you're evicting them from. Um, yeah, I, I can't imagine why it's got only one star, probably because nobody's ever interacted in it with like a positive, uh, uh goal in mind. So actually the, the one star that that's curious to me, right? Well, because that's that's the uh, that, that's that's the doping from like all the the ad bots that they have. Right, right. Like the, well, well, no, no, no. It's not even that. But but it's it's that if it has one star because the people who are getting evicted are rating it, then do you have to install an app to get evicted? Because <laughs> <laughs> that landlord that just rings rolls. you up and he's like, "Hey, uh, or she, or she, or sorry, she, yeah, or yeah. they." You know what? More yeah. trans landlords. Oh yeah. Um, but yeah, they they ring you up and they're like, "Hey, you need to download this app. Uh, it's gonna help us go through this process." Don't, don't forget to rate, like, and subscribe. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then somebody shows up in like a civil branded, uh, like like you know how how Uber drivers put that sticker in their window right. or whatever. They've got a civil sticker in their. They in ask their for a tip at the end. Yeah, like, yeah. hey, uh, would you like to rate my experience or your experience? And uh, so, what, what exactly? <laughs> if you give me more stars, then you know, <laughs> and they'll let me keep doing this. <laughs> they'll let me keep doing um, it. Is uh. So what do they do exactly? Like they they just come to your house and fucking serve you with the paper and yeah, they tell you to get uh, the fuck out. Let's click like, on this Vice article against all my up? good uh, <laughs> against all my good instincts. Let's click on a Vice right. article. And don't we have sheriffs for this? Isn't that what their whole job is? Is to like kick people no, out of their homes job, and like arrest busy people, killing black people right now. And, yeah, uh, but stopping you can riots. do both. Uh, I mean, there have to be a decent amount of black people being evicted right now. Oh, so like, yeah, I mean that's true, but. Yeah. There's also the riots that they're having to kill black people at. So yeah, I don't know. I'm just saying. I I just I feel like I know that the police have more work than they should have. Um, but really, step it up, guys. Step it up. Uh, this Vice article on civil uh, during a, a time of great economic and general hardship, civil aims to be essentially Uber, but for evicting people, <laughs> seizing on a pandemic driven nosedive in employment and huge uptick in number of people who can't pay their rent. Civil aims to make it easy for landlords to hire process servers and eviction agents as gig workers. Okay. Helena Duncan, a Chicago-based paralegal and massive bitch. Oh, sorry. No, that that's that was my uh, my reading of it. Uh, Chicago-based paralegal who also participates in housing act. Oh, oh man, I thought this was one of the uh, the the eviction people. That's my bad. No. She seems nice. Yeah. Helena Duncan's a nice lady. I thought this. I thought this line was going to go on to be like she signed up as a processor. Well, look what but, you've done. Yeah. Helena Duncan, I'm sorry, and if you heard my words, please like and subscribe. Yeah, she seems nice. Uh. <laughs> um, it's fucked up that there will be struggling worker, working class people. This is Helena Duncan speaking, and and why I'm an asshole now. <laughs> uh, it's it's fucked up that there will be struggling working class people who will be drawn to gigs like furniture hauling or process serving for a company like Civil, evicting fellow working class people from their homes so they themselves can make rent. Yes, it's uh. 
capital collapsing on capital right I, I mean to be fair though like how different is this from like uh oh, it's everything no it's no different yeah it's no different but but it's such a, a poignant it, i think it is it for sure it's is. It's, it's deep into uh, an, an irony that can't be ignored yeah um but yeah, it's no different than anything else. I mean, you, right. I mean, you, you look at your average, like you know, a, a couple of the apartment complexes I've gone to, the the manager's office is also the manager's home. So, you know, their mm. entire job is to live in a space to manage all the spaces for the people who are living in the space, and then she, you know, or conveniently he, easy to dox though. Well, yeah, I guess. <laughs> But, but I mean, the manager isn't the owner, you know, the, right, right, the manager is just somebody that the owner hired and then is like, hey, you get to live in a house because I gave you this job. Right. And now your job is to figure out who can live in all these other houses around you. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it's 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 no different than everything that's been going on. But it's it's just such a poignant, ironic situation, I think. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's uh so uh yeah going yeah. going into my struggles with uh with finding a place to rent is uh there's there's like 50 apps for for finding places to rent none of them are all that good uh they like to casually remind you like every 50 seconds uh like hey there's a house for rent over here and like even though you've put your like preferences in like hey i can only afford x amount it's like would yeah. you like a two thousand dollar one bedroom apartment and it's like no i i can't afford that right you now i'm like well just you know just step it up a little well, bit just, just make more money oh man that's that's my favorite thing that i've seen that's my that's keep, my goal right? i keep getting these ads on facebook because make facebook facebook knows that i that i'm looking for an apartment right now and has maybe even sensed that i'm like bitching about it uh -huh. um let's see if i can find this article okay yeah so it's from uh factolifestyle.com and oh. it's uh uh 11 legit ways to help you pay your rent that seems legit um, two two ways we haven't heard of before we're we're only we're here for two of those hold up, hold up. Uh, oh oh uh, that, are you that, seeing what really, number one is yeah this is a really good one yeah yeah, yeah. number one i did this for uh, your bank <laughs> account by up to fifty thousand dollars with a loan yeah if you're looking for a chunk of change to help start the summer off right, <laughs> a personal loan could be a good option. Start your night off right with a $400 micro loan. Um, save up to $516 on car insurance. This is all just like... Rent your car and get paid Yeah, cash. rent your car and get paid cash. So like... Get paid to make deliveries. Fuck yeah. yeah. Uh, make money dog sitting. So they're just which, saying like, which, get a job. Which, <laughs> get another job. Extra job. Depending on how you how you uh, how you dog sit, uh -huh. um, like if if somebody brings a dog over to your house, but you don't have you know a, a dog on your lease, that, mm -hmm. that could get you evicted. So that's not a good way to pay your rent. Yeah, but or you just you you uh, you you just spend money on uh, on a dog friendly lease uh, to save money on <laughs> on your lease. You know, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> Number six, invest your spare change. That's what I do. So this I is this is somebody. This is somebody who's who's apparently looking for an article like, how do I help pay my rent? And and their sixth sixth number of advice is uh, 
invest your spare change well the person that's looking for this advice probably doesn't have spare change you right. know? just 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 on like a face value of, of that uh number seven earn unlimited cash rewards from your favorite brands Hell yeah. Uh, Drop is a free app that gives out cash rewards for the spending you already do every day. Like, bro, no, I'm struggling here. Like, I don't do that. I don't do spending on brands right now. I mean, I just got myself an REI uh, credit card so I can oh, get yeah, like dude. 50 bucks back at the end of the year. Nice. I didn't. I don't I know. Yeah. But, you know. But I should have, you know. Um, bought that tent. Cancel yeah. subscriptions you forgot you had. All right. Uh, with with trim, these are all like apps and yeah, shit that they're trying I mean, to sell. That's all this is. It's just a yeah. They're just trying to get you to join um, some apps. It's just paid for by that. Host a guest in your spare yes, room is the bonus. This this is this was something one, no one has ever thought of. Yeah, this is this is one that I thought I thought was hilarious. Um, bonus number one because this is supposed to be eleven and this is this is now twelve tips. Host a guest in your spare room. Yeah. And then, so uh, basically, Airbnb out your uh, your your spare room, and but just ignore all these other bonus ones because literally all of these are just ads for apps. We yeah, shouldn't be even fucking reading these. No, but it's funny. It's kind of because because yeah, I mean, it's sad. Well, what's <laughs> what's like funny dumb. about it is that I've been looking for an apartment, yeah. and now Facebook is giving me all these tips, right? Uh, all these links to tips on how I can help my rent, and yeah. all it is is just a bunch of advertisements for app applications yeah. and shit it's pretty so, dope yeah that's super cool and dope and it makes me feel happy inside when i see that shit Hell yeah uh, I mean, so, why wouldn't so you? man I, I haven't even gotten past like the first like major struggle of of rent around here um i've seen studio apartments that are that are uh, going for 1700 a month Hell yeah uh, it's like 380 square feet or something is one that i saw right that's um, pretty good that's, yeah that's dope. <laughs> i did the math and it's only like uh it's only like five dollars per square foot so. <laughs> Fuck. jesus christ um another one is a lot of a lot of people are putting their uh their rentals up uh at like way reduced costs so you're like oh shit this is a total steal and then you call them and they're like oh yeah. we, we accidentally uh hit the wrong number or button or something and one one i got was it was going to be like 1500 a month for like a three-bedroom apartment i was like that's a fucking deal no matter where it is yeah um and it was actually going to be pretty close by so i called them up and they were like oh no we meant to put down three thousand dollars not fifteen hundred yeah. yeah, i was yeah. like how do you make that fucking mistake you can't um the other cool thing is once you finally get to an apartment that's that's actually got an, an opening and they've got their proper listed price is um and and mind you this isn't really a problem for me mm. but we're talking about these are like shithole dump places yeah. and they're expecting you to pay anywhere upwards from like 1600 or more mm. uh for like a two bedroom and um they expect you to have like a 650 credit rating yeah uh, and they won't they won't rent to you if you have anything less than that. Um, Hell yeah. So so it's it's just like problem after problem of like if you were impacted by this crisis, how do you find a fucking home? You know, like people right. are going to have bad credit right now because maybe they've defaulted on some loans or they haven't been able to pay off their car or, you know, whatever it is, medical bills, et cetera. Um, and you know, places are still expecting you to have flawless credit or like good or above credit. Uh, they're, they're expecting, um, uh, one place I looked at was like a, uh, $800 deposit. And then if you're going to have a cat, which I do have a cat, 
uh, that's that's going to be coming with us. Uh, it's another like six hundred dollars. Right. And and then. Sorry, I'm checking my credit right now. <laughs> no, it's OK. Yeah. Uh, good luck, man. I'm sorry. Yeah. I, I don't know what, what it's like in All Chicago, right. but I assume it's not much better than here. No, it's significantly better, but it's oh. uh, it's still awful. I mean, it, I yeah. mean, Chicago's cheaper. It's the Midwest. Sure. No one yeah, fucking no, wants no, to be there. I mean, I mean, better in terms but, of, of the, the stipulation sort of stuff. Yeah. 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 Uh, and then the other the other thing that I've noticed that sprung up since the last time I, I tried renting anywhere. And, and mind you, I've been out of the renting business for, for well, finding a rental for for four years now. Yeah. But uh, places are starting to charge what they call pet, pet rent. So on on top of, you know, the pet deposit, they're also expecting you to pay like 40 to 50 dollars a month for your pet to live there as well as an occupant. I mean, I'm 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 be honest, that I don't that's not really a new thing. It's something that I've seen like really yeah, everywhere I've been that I've I've had any kind of animal around or like my roommate or girlfriend or something has uh, has had that, but it's it, it, I guess it's, it's probably getting more common. I don't know. Um, it, it might be more common because I didn't. Right. I didn't have that issue with the last uh, apartment complex yeah. I lived at. Um, it was just. A, it was just. A, <laughs> I mean, me. that's. I I've worked in apartments before. Right. Right. As a maintenance worker, and I can tell you the the eight hundred bucks or six hundred to eight hundred bucks that you put down for a pet deposit covers the fucking carpet of your apartment. And that's the only right. thing that's the only thing that a pet's really going to screw up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And if it screws up like baseboards and stuff like that, that stuff is dirt cheap. Right. So they actually make money off of these pet deposits. Oh, for sure. Like I mean, that's the whole point. Nine right? times out of ten, unless your pet like really fucking destroyed something. But then they charge you extra for that anyways. And, and so, you know, the the uh, you know, I, I used to work at a hardware store. Uh, but the amount of people that just fucking run in there like panicked because their lease is ending and they want to like without asking the landlord to repair shit, they want to replace like the baseboard or like the door oh, or yeah, fucking yeah, paint it sure. on their own. Yeah. So, I mean, they probably don't generally speaking, I don't think that they have to fucking pay for that anyway. And then they notice that you swapped it out and then they charge you. Um, well, that's, that's like, so. you know, part of, part of the power struggle here is, is that people don't feel empowered at all to, uh, you know, kind of push back on their landlords in any way. If we give them too much power, then, you know. Yeah, I mean, right. So, so, and and that's that's a huge issue is is people don't feel empowered and and they shouldn't feel empowered to push back against their landlords because if you push back against your landlord, they're they're just one, you know, the, the next, the next place I'm looking at, I have to put down this previous, this current landlord's uh, information Mm. as a reference. And what is, what is that, what is this landlord going to say if, if like, I don't know, I told him to fuck you because, Hey, you're kicking me out in the middle of a fucking pandemic. Yeah. Like he's going to be like, yeah, he's a real asshole. Don't rent to him. And then you don't get that fucking place. You just wait to shit in a bag. Well, yeah, no, that's exactly what I'm going to do. Yeah. uh, Is, is I'm going to get this place secured. And once I've got it secured, I'm going to pursue legal actions. I also have to, I, you know, I, I have to ask, um, how many people, genuinely put together like rental applications or even job applications where like half the shit on there isn't just lies. Oh yeah. Absolutely. It's necessary. That's, yeah. that's how you stay that's, alive. That's the other thing is, is, is it's just a bunch of lying. Yeah. Um, so one, one personal detail I'll get into oh, is no. don't my, do it. Don't do it, man. Come on. My, my partner Fuck. suffers from, from a chronic illness oh, yeah. and as such has had to deal with a lot of medical bills and, uh, hasn't always been able to pay them and now has bad credit. I can't right. put her down on a lease anymore. Right. Right. Um, because 
the next place I'm moving into says all occupants have to be on, you know, the lease. Well, I can't do that because they're not going to rent to me because of the bad credit situation. Yeah. So now I'm having to lie to them and say like, oh, yeah, no, I, I'm. it's just me all alone. Right. And then I'm just going to have a visitor every single day for the rest of the time that I live there. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, does does like co-signing is that it, as so long as your credits relatively decent is is hers going to drag it down or I, I honestly don't been, know. Yeah, I've always been kind of mystified by the, the that whole thing. I, I don't know. And, yeah. and when it's in an urgent situation where I'm yeah. not like able to like pick and choose. Right. Like the place I'm moving to is not ideal by any means. Right. Uh, it's going to double my commute, which which wasn't much. So it's going to be like a 30 minute commute, but still. Right. Um, And it's it's not like the nice apartments up in the faraway area that's cheaper. So it's like I called around to like five because there's there's a town north of where where, where I live. Um, fuck, I'll just dox myself. It's Fallbrook. God damn it. <laughs> you doxed me with you. You should have asked yeah. this. <clears throat> but uh, so Fallbrook, the rent there is like 300 to $400 cheap dollars cheaper per month uh, for like com- comparable uh, rentals. Uh, so I decided to move up there and um, fuck, where was I going with this? Uh, it's, it's far away and oh, yeah. it's, it's bad. Yeah. Um, oh, it's not ideal. So I, I was looking around up there and I called like five different places and all of them were full except for one, uh, which right. is going to have an opening in about a month. So I was like, yeah, right. I'm going to jump right. on it. Right. Um, but yeah, you know, I, I and, and, and that's the other thing now. So so now I've already be, before I've even moved into this place, I've essentially lied to my landlord. Yeah. And now they have cause to kick me out if they so choose. Right. Um, so I'm, I'm at a disadvantage now because th- there was no possible way I could get this place without lying. And right. now that I've lied, they have every right to kick me out at, at a whim, essentially. Right. Right. So and, and you know, I, I've been a pretty ideal tenant at this current place we've been in. Uh, I've never missed a day of rent or anything like that. And always done a good job and communicated and everything with the right. landlord whenever he needed me to. But, you know, it's just one of those things where now I'm entering a, a tenuous relationship with people I don't know. And they they have every incentive to treat me badly. Yeah. Right. So uh, that's that's. Uh, oh, and then and then I looked up uh, like housing costs in the area, like what it would what it would take to buy a house here. Just out of like curiosity. <laughs> Southern California house. <laughs> and, Hell yeah. And uh, some of you probably saw the uh, the posts on my Instagram story of, of like a literal shack where parts of it are being propped up by uh, by like piles of bricks um, <laughs> on a dirt lot going Hell for yeah. half a million fucking dollars. Hell yeah. It was uh, it was a two bedroom one bath and it looked like a fucking shanty. I mean, there was a there was a real shithole on there on that list that you ended up showing uh, that was uh, eighty eight or eight hundred eighty rather. So yeah. like yeah. almost a million bucks to almost a million. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Uh, to live in like one of the houses uh, from fucking uh, True Detective. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then and then yeah, like in in that that comment thread I posted another one. It was like the only nicest looking house on the list uh-huh. uh, from from all the ones that I posted, and it was like a three bedroom, two bath, three um, million dollars. Uh, no, it was it was a three bedroom, two bath, 
like 2100 square feet so not that big really right. and it was like nine hundred and ninety five thousand dollars. yeah it's like there's there's no fucking way yeah and and you know people are like dude there's gonna be a housing crash and you know all the prices are gonna drop well yeah they're gonna drop and then some asshole who owns like 10 yeah. houses around here already is just right. gonna scoop another one up because there's no limit on how many houses they can own yeah and and then they'll they'll sell or rent it at maybe a slightly well, lower price than they would have but it's still going to be exorbitant and it's, it's still yeah, going it's to be going exorbitant to be and, yeah. and you gotta think of how you know yeah. what the, the last housing market crash was in 2008 right um <clears throat> we're we're 12 years out from that and we're already facing another one yeah so this is just going to loop back around on itself yeah yeah that's i mean that's that's the that's what markets do man it's totally cool is that they uh there there are cycles there are uh, booms and busts (laughs) booms uh, and busts and you just uh, totally natural and live in them yeah yeah um that's the that's the fucking thing I, i forget what what's that guy's name uh wolf oh richard wolf richard wolf one of his uh one of his ongoing things he's he's a fun guy if you want to like get a get an introduction to like marxism and stuff um yeah i like him and uh but one one of one of one of the things he always goes back to is if our current economic system was your roommate (laughs) uh you would not want them as a roommate right, no, right yeah. it's that simple like Man, if they were that really fucking unreliable <laughs> and if they yeah. fucking like if it's it's like living with me it's like living with someone that's that's bipolar or or, or borderline or something well uh, um, i mean the thing is I, like, that, I shit on your rug and then i like do the whole dog I, I wiping would, thing i would disagree that the market is, is like living with me <laughs> no <laughs> disagree that the market is unreliable it's unreliable for you and i but it's very reliable for certain people who happen to have tons and tons of wealth already right i mean it's reliable for them if you if if they if they have like index funds with longevity or something yeah yeah, um, yeah. i mean like there, there's a there's a certain caste system here you know and, and I, we're, yeah i mean you're you're right you, you are you are right but but i think that people people do forget that this is largely a systemic problem and not necessarily a problem that's that's based just on rich people that need to be guillotined, which totally, yeah, totally, I don't disagree with that. But there, there is, uh, there is a tendency through the the innate unreliability and cyclical nature of the market. <laughs> it sounds gross saying that even of the market. Um, even like I wrote my thesis on this shit, and I'm still like, I feel gross saying it. But uh, to to constantly threaten anyone except for the people at the very, 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 very tippy top, right? Yeah. Uh, and so people who are ridiculously wealthy are still in a it, kind of a uh, a relative form of precarity. That's nothing like the precarity that we experience, but it's still precarity that they could lose um, a huge amount of their savings. They, they could uh, lose their summer home. Yeah, right. They that th- they could they would have to uh, uh, actually become solvent <laughs> at certain points, <laughs> like depending on the kind of yeah. industries that they're in. Um, and so that's one of the things that makes them so fucking brutal. It's not just sociopathy. It's the fact that they feel threatened as well. And there's just this, this like uh, fractal 
of of insecurity and precarity that's constantly stomping down on itself and yeah uh, and and you know not not to say that i empathize with uh, the landlord of this current place oh, at be, all to, yeah to be clear that's not what i'm no no no, yeah, no, no. I, yeah. but this is a preface to what i'm going to say next sure. is the reason they're selling right now is because they want to get out of this housing thing right before the housing market crashes because they're they're probably not like the super rich uh, barons that that run a lot of the places around here. Right. They're they're more independent, uh, maybe well off rather than wealthy people. And so, you know, I get it on that front, but also like, bro, this is a shitty time to do it. Oh, for sure. And, and, you know, one of the major things that I've been also running into is uh, a lot of landlords at other apartment complexes have been like, yeah, you know, a lot of people don't move out around the holidays. And I was like, yeah, <laughs> no choice. Unless you move them out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Unless, unless you move them out for them and, and then they move out. That's, that's the, the, the whole problem with this kind of system is that, uh, um, well, it's as simple as what and, I'm, and what I, I'm I, saying is we yeah. need to get rid of holidays. Right. Exactly. <laughs> but no, I mean, uh, supply and demand, even though like people really oversimplified markets using that. Sure. But but ultimately is going to produce uh, situations that are inherently unjust. Right. Yep. Um, if everyone needs it, then you can really fuck everyone. You know, okay, daddies. Um, right. Uh, so, you know, it's not like we've ever had, um, you know, wars or revolutions or mass starvation or anything like that, like predicated on this idea that, uh, that there should be um, uh, something as simple as just a supply demand curve. Um, sure. But, um, Oh, there has, that's the, that's the <laughs> entire history of, of material uh, forever. That's the history of the earth. Um, dope. Sounds fake, bro. Sounds fake, bro. But I mean, if, there's something comforting, which is that, um, you know, we we are in uh, a, a current state and have been oh, since was, the, the, the 80s I was uh, and say, before that. I was going to say in a society. We are in a society, but we're, 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 we're in a, a state where uh, finance is increasingly abstracted <laughs> and um, that we... We're relying less and less on uh, correlation between value and actual material produced. Um, Dude, I rarely and, ever carry, carry cash and, on me anymore. Yeah, you know? and and so ultimately, uh, we're just going to have a, a totally arbitrary financial system, um, and there will be absolutely no way to uh, move up um, in absolutely any way, shape, or form unless you... Uh, uh, already Suck are enough there. dick. No, no, no. Oh. That's not going to work. That's Shit. not going to work for you. Um, get rich or die sucking. Yeah, I, I, I mean, it's it's this. Uh, people people talk about um, like the singularity and stuff, right? Right. Where eventually technology gets to a point where it it, it lifts off and it uh, self perpetuates and uh, ends up destroying us. But people don't seem to realize that uh, number one, that's already that's already essentially happened with technology. For sure. But, but the the singularity between technology and capital has made it so that capital has already done that and it has yeah. been doing it for a long time. Right. And uh, it's we have Skynet. And it is fucking killing all of us. It's just working its way up and <laughs> it happens to exist uh, in uh, side of a bunch of like automated stock trading computers. Um, yeah, it exists inside of your school loans. Uh, that's that's where Skynet is. And well, yeah, I um, mean, it, it seems fucked. like it seems like most money is actually just ones and zeros now. 
all money is just ones and zeros. Oh yeah, I know? mean, but like that's that's the the primary <laughs> way that it's interacted with at yeah. all anymore. I mean, yeah, 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 and and it's moving more and more towards that. And like you know, I I don't want to get like too into like the the real nitty gritty like uh, trying to 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 sort this out with more traditional marxists um and like determining that like oh yeah. well labor value <laughs> and stuff like that is is still legitimate because it still is and it's very complicated but but the way in which value is is ultimately interacted with is innately changing uh because labor is still inherent in it and labor is still necessary but uh it's it's just that value and labor are becoming increasingly distant from one another um it's not that they're disconnected. It's just that the people that actually produce material goods are so far away from the constant manipulations and constant uh, e- equations and, and algorithmics uh, that ended up producing well, the value well, that's, in the that's end. Another thing is, you know, over, over the course of like the last, I don't know, 60 years, I would say. Right. Um, Representing the value, not producing the value. Yeah. Sorry, go no, on. No, no, no. I, I, I figured what you meant. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, just, I need to be careful with that shit. Um, <laughs> but, you know, you, you see the productivity of the worker has, has risen drastically mm. and mm. their share in the, uh, the, the wealth of that productivity has yeah. stagnated to a point where it almost looks like it's like plummeting away from the worker at this point. Yeah, it, it essentially is, right? Yeah, yeah it is because, because uh, it is because inflation. Right devalues it or devalues money in general yeah and so yeah the the value of money is dropping and we're not making any more of it and we're being more and more productive than ever and Hmm. so the the drift is just like it's 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 the v-shaped drift now right and and to clarify for everyone a couple things you know interest uh sorry um uh Inflation is is inherently linked to interest rates, right? Yeah. Or at least the, the way that we do it with the Federal Reserve and everything. And so ultimately, inflation is part of a vast blundering conspiracy. And I mean blundering is in a blind conspiracy, yeah, something that moves without a head. It's not a conscious thing, largely. I mean, people, are, of course, are always moving around manipulating money and things of the sort. But it's interest rates and inflation are part of this massive and in some ways kind of necessary and horrifying because of the way that the system functions because we're in a bad system uh conspiracy to extract as much from the people that are actually producing the value as possible um and and like i've said a thousand times before and i'm a broken record but it's incredibly important and i think people should should be speaking in these terms more but the the people that are actually interacting with capital as it is the bourgeoisie the capitalists are living in the future. They live in the future, whereas everyone else is bonded to the past by debts and by implicit debts, even yeah, if you exactly. don't have debt. And, and, and there's no there's no possible way right. for any of us to live without incurring some kind of debt. Right. And the, even the if you don't have debt, the fact that you have a credit score means that you are in implied debt. Exactly. And I, I would say that there's there's literally no living person that doesn't have some form of debt or another, right. even, even if you, even if you, you know, you've got everything paid off, you bought your car straight off the lot. If you rent, you are already in implied debt. You, right. you, right. you, you signed a contract that you're going to live there for 12 months and now you're just paying it off slowly bit by bit. Right. Um, nobody, <clears throat> I mean, very few people actually own the home they live in They're yeah. They're either 
essentially and renting it from the bank until they can call it their own. Right. And technically, even, even if you do entirely own your home and you've paid off your mortgage and everything, a home still becomes a liability because yes. of the fact that there's maintenance costs and things. Maintenance costs, property tax, um, et cetera, et cetera. But I mean, people people really need to uh, go back. And thankfully, he's having a resurgence in like the meme community and stuff. But look at uh, but it's just because you, the butthole jokes are funny. But <laughs> but look at Bataille's the accursed share and the way that he draws out general economy in response to Mark. Uh, because everything is ultimately based on this movement of excess. Uh, everything is 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 ultimately based on this ontological necessity of debt, which isn't necessarily phraseology that he uses, but it is the phraseology that yeah, I okay. use because I'm very cool. Um, but but the the second bit uh, having to do with stagnating wages and things of the sort is that you know in in a system that would actually work. <laughs> Which is crazy to Get even imagine, here. right? Get the fuck out of here. Um, which ironically would be, you know, uh, essentially gay space communism or whatever the fuck yeah. uh, people call it. Uh, fully automated Star Trek. Right. Yeah. Well, that, that that full automation idea. It. it you, you. We. We should have workplaces that are number one democratized, yeah. right? But number two, or part of that democratization should be that as technology improves, your wages increase as the in relation to the amount of labor that you put in. Because all a machine does, all that technology does is make your labor more efficient. Yep. And but instead, uh, because everything is based on this uh, obsessive exceedance and growth and debt, um, you just hire more people to use more <laughs> of the tech to to produce more and more. And the division of labor ends up complicating things and extracting it further. And but but the fact that the development of new technologies does nothing to increase your wages and decrease the amount of time that you work should show you innately that this system is is uh, as fucked as it possibly can be well right? and and you know then, then the problem arises where we reach a state of full automation right uh what what's what's your job going to be coming in in the morning and turning on the machines and then waiting eight hours to turn them off like, kind of <laughs> yeah yeah and, and, like, and, and what's what's the value in that and why why can't we think of a better system where we don't necessarily rely on somebody that's like having a job for instance uh like is is the is the requirement of a job really necessary in and even current right industry and definitely in later industries is it, is it going to be necessary for people to have jobs in order for society to function yeah i mean david graber talks a lot about this or spoke a lot about this and we recently lost him uh f um, in peace but uh he he spoke oh, a lot graber about was uh he was the, the bullshit jobs guy yeah and the the occupy guy or the, the occupy guy occupied that's guys. what i remember him from yeah yeah but you know he, he speaks about bullshit jobs and the the production of these jobs that are inherently meaningless that don't need to exist um and that's you know that's 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 a phenomenon that will become increasingly more common. And it's it's funny because uh, that's exactly the kind of gig I'm looking for, guys. You know what? Uh, <laughs> but <laughs> on, right. on this subject, mm. on the bullshit job subject, yeah. you know the only reason I have a job. I, I've realized mm. this. The only reason I have a job is because somebody has to put a signature on paper and then be held accountable to it. Yeah. Yeah. For the most part, I, I do a lot of like external troubleshooting and stuff like that. But like my actual job role functions 
a lot of the time just come down to the fact that somebody has to place the rubber stamp on something yeah. and then be held accountable if it's like a, a thing that shouldn't have been rubber stamped. Exactly. Like I'm looking at a lot of uh, roles as like a communications director or officer or whatnot. And largely that job seems to be, and it's a little bit more complicated than this. And it does like, I guess, make things more efficient in some ways in the same way that yours makes things a little, a little bit more efficient, but is ultimately, if you really think about it, kind of unnecessary, uh, especially if you wanted to democratize things more, democratize. Uh, but, uh, but, uh, the job would essentially be to, uh, intercept and then resend all the emails. <laughs> yeah, no, right. Yeah. You know? Uh, yeah, exactly. Just to be to just to be the guy that sends the email that you just sent, um, <laughs> which is dope. Uh, and we need more of that in the world. We need more middle managers. We need more um, social media uh, managers. We need more managers of all sorts. We need managers of managers. We need to manage the managers is all I'm saying. And those managers should be managed. Who's going to watch the Watchmen? <laughs> I was just going to make reference to that. <laughs> Who manages the managers? And ultimately, that's what cops are too, right? They're they're like yeah, they're, no, they're the they're middle s- managers of violence. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Hey, uh, speaking of cops, let's let's get to a different subject. Hell yeah, uh, finally. Because this whole thing fucking depresses me. Yeah. We've gone like 48 minutes talking. We'll about, be dead uh, soon. Talking about how cool it is to live. Yeah, I, I mean, I've just been texting this whole time. So, oh, okay. I, you may have noticed that I have not listened to a single thing that you've said. Yeah, I, I, I didn't feel like you were engaged at all. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um. So the the FBI came out with a with a statement today. Um. By the way, we. We stand the FBI. We love the FBI. Mueller and whoever the fuck else. We're, yeah, who F- else? We're, McCabe. FBI, who else we like? if, you're, if you're listening right now, just go ahead and turn this off because <sighs> you won't be able to stand how much we love you. Yeah, because you know what? You guys are going to take down the orange <laughs> the orange monster. And uh, oh. you know, we just love, we love <sighs> the FBI. We heart the FBI. We don't. FBI. We don't. And the fact that uh, people got such boners <laughs> over the FBI and the CIA and shit uh, a couple of years ago Dude, is so disheartening and scary. The fucking, you the stupid fucking like libs and their it's Mueller time mugs and, and that, fucking. Oh, I, I think the worst thing I saw was lady, ladies underwear with like Mueller's name on it and shit. It's like, come on, man. I mean, I not I, even not even Mueller wears those underwears. <laughs> Do you, do you think it's more normal to wear uh, underwear with your own face and name on it than, than for someone? Yeah, what's weird? When, when I was in uh, when I was in boot camp, we all had to write huh. our names on our underwear. So that's that, true. I so went to camp once. We didn't once. get them all mixed up with each other. Yeah, that's that's fair. Um, yeah. I'm sure I'm sure that Mueller has to be really worried about uh, mixing up his underwear with the rest of the, the boys in the showers. <laughs> um, Playing too much grab ass. But th- let this be a fucking reminder to everyone. Uh, that, uh, I, how do, I don't even know how to phrase this, oh. but like the intelligence community and the cops Isn't and the military friend. aren't your fucking friend. They're not, They're your, not friend. your friend. And you know what? This is, this is going to, I think this will irritate a lot of people at the very least, but trying to do essentially like a soft coup, uh, against the president using the intelligence agency that's pretty fucking scary that you guys were like okay with it. And you know what? I I wanted him uh, uh, to be indicted on all sorts of shit, and he deserves to be, and he yeah. deserves to be in prison, and he deserves uh, to not be president. We're you know going what? to get we should, him like, on the taxes from the the big old house. Um, but uh, 
the fact that it was all based on this P-tape shit and like all all of this weird fetishization of... To be fair, I did want the P-tape to be real. I, it's Yeah, it probably is. I yeah. hope it is. I hope uh, it is. That the... That the noted germophile or germaphobe uh, wants to have a, a bedroom soaked in piss, uh, but uh, it's sterile. It's sterile. It's not sterile. Yeah, that's a myth. That's a it's myth, a guys. Myth. Don't drink your piss. Don't, don't drink don't someone drink, else's don't piss. Don't drink your piss because drink, it's not oh, sterile. It you can, drink it after we'll you boil negotiate. it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, boil and drink your piss. Um, but the fact that people were so gung ho about that just because they were like on the right side temporarily, yeah, I think is such short term scary fucking thinking. Yeah, I, I think I think there was a little bit of confusion because you know, I I wasn't too stoked on the fbi doing it right but i was and he like should have been impeached yeah he, he should, absolutely should have, he should have been impeached for it sure. should have been worse and yeah. but you know the uh the democrats uh refused to do anything and oh right. I, I should mention this uh because i've been told that i'm getting evicted and i've been like stressed out about that 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 nancy pelosi video isn't going to happen unless she gets elected again and we need to we need to talk about her in two years again hell yeah um but uh you know, Nancy Pelosi for for a, a whole year pushed back against impeachment on grounds like, I don't know, locking kids up at the border. Right. All sorts of other fucking bullshit. Well, because and, stuff that they want to continue doing anyway, right? Yeah, right. And that's that's why, you know, I'm completely blackpilled on this subject, as anybody <laughs> who's watching my Instagram story knows. Right, right. Uh, where I, I essentially, and we'll talk about it a little bit later, but I essentially feel like they're just the fucking same team. Um. In a lot of ways, yeah. <clears throat> but you know, for for an entire year, Nancy Pelosi pushed back on all this shit. Right. And then, what was the one thing that they tried to fucking get him on? Mm-hmm. He he talked to Russians, right. and this is this is going to to work directly into the the clip that I'm about to play. Oh, good. Um, this is the <laughs> FBI issuing a statement on uh, uh, the way that it was announced was it was going to be a statement on election security. Mm. Um, and then there was like a whole bunch of dead air in this video. And I guess they trimmed it down somewhere okay. uh, bef- before I watched it again, because there was this kind of funny segment where a dude just kind of like walks out real quick and he's all like skittish. And he's like, I uh-huh. uh, just wanted to give everybody a, a, a two minute warning. Oh, there's going to be a, <laughs> a, a two minute warning. And um, the uh, FBI director or I don't know. I don't, I don't remember right. who this guy is, but uh, I think I think he might be one of the directors or something. He, he'll announce himself. Anyway, yeah, they're all pig people. He says, yeah, this guy's going to come out and uh, there will be no questions. And then he's like, OK, this is your two minute warning. And then right. he goes back. And then uh, this is this is after the, the two minutes is up and all these cool looking boys and suits walk <laughs> out. Y'all know how much we love dead air. Yeah. Um, oh, and th- their masks, though. We should comment on the masks very quickly. Yeah, One's uh, an American flag. One is just a basic no, medical that's mask. A, that's not it's an not. American flag. No, that's like a. Is it it's, a part it's a, of a British flag? <laughs> well, see, I think if you look at the the FBI seal in the background oh, there. Oh, is that what that is? So it's like a it's like a abstract art version of the the it's, FBI seal. It's angled just yeah. like the Nazis did with the swastika oh, to make no. it look stronger. Uh, and this other guy's got this like sleek looking black one with a little crest on. That, that one that one is Oof. definitely like the FBI uh, yeah. seal. I think. He's guys these guys are serious yeah this and, then, and then this guy just doesn't even have one on because he's about to talk and you know you can't talk without with a mask on you yeah, know we can't talk through masks where's no. my mask uh yeah go ahead and try this is out it, 
I'm actually not an idiot, so I keep my mask in my car generally. Um, oh, yeah. No, same. But, yeah. Hmm. I mean, I have like 12 masks now I mean, because I'm, I am actually an we're idiot. We're wearing masks in here and we're socially distanced by at least 12 feet. I actually have a condom strapped over my face at all times. <laughs> it's amazing <laughs> we can hear you. <laughs> well, you poked a hole in it. Like you do with all your condoms. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm baby hungry. <laughs> that's probably not a I rumor. Got, I got there. the fever. All right, so... Uh, this, I get tested frequently. This, I just, this guy comes out. I just want a baby. Good evening. The president has instructed the intelligence and law enforcement... Can you hear that all right? Yeah, ...to yeah. ensure that the 2020 elections are the safest and most secure in our nation's history. We take that mandate and responsibility seriously. There is nothing more sacred in our republic than the fundamental democratic principle of one person, one vote. It is our duty to ensure the sanctity of U.S. elections. That includes ensuring the security of voting systems. The intelligence community's role is to identify threats and to assess the intentions, capabilities, and actions of foreign adversaries. Our duty also includes empowering the American people to understand information, or perhaps more accurately, disinformation, that they are seeing, particularly on the internet, and make informed decisions for themselves. With that in mind, we would like to alert the public that we have identified that two foreign actors, Iran and Russia, have taken specific actions to influence public opinion relating to our elections. Okay. Yeah, so they're saying propaganda exists. <clears throat> right. Okay, cool. Um, well, Got it. Maybe a little bit relevant to this. Uh, okay. have, have you heard about Bolivia? Oh, yeah. Uh, how uh, the, how, the how, lithium how is now going to be wasted <laughs> on like the people or something. Yeah. And uh, they're all, all going to get on the, uh, antidepressants. The, the state sanction. And, and there's no secret that the U.S. tried to put a coup government in there. Yeah, we're getting bad at that. Um, I mean, people have admitted to it. No. It's, it's, it's public information. Dude, it's what we do. It's chill. So... Iran and Russia are super bad because they're trying to influence our elections <laughs> through propaganda. We literally installed a military commander in fucking Bolivia. Yeah, but we we need that lithium for anyways, the flying cars anyways, or something. Okay. First off, my also, also fuck Elon Musk. Yeah, fuck Elon Musk. He's he's God already damn. working with the Pentagon to like deliver missiles around the world or some yeah. shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. Have we talked about that yet? No, we haven't. But yeah. I don't think I don't think we're gonna have time to talk about well, that. Well, let's let's just bring up what it is and move on. I uh, guess. Yeah. But. Elon Musk has promised the Pentagon that uh, their rocket systems can have not not Tesla obviously, but uh, SpaceX can have weapons anywhere in the world within an hour so basically just like drop pod fucking space marines on the wherever we want and fucking start shooting at people hell yeah and you know what it's pretty dope yeah i saw i saw a tweet that was like y'all motherfuckers thought this was for going to mars or some shit right of course (laughs) as 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 if uh as if like techno capital and fucking military and industry uh, aren't like all innately connected in some way elon musk was gonna save us he was gonna bring us to mars he was gonna terraform it dude i and i still know elon musk simps uh and go fuck yourself i kind of do too yeah uh, are you fucking serious? Like the people in my life who who still think Elon Musk is okay have become very quiet. I think, but yeah, yeah. for now, 
We'll see. Wait, wait, fucking 48 hours. So right. <laughs> this this next line is going to prove everything that we said before we started talking about oh, this yeah. subject. Ooh, before we were even talking. Before we started uh, playing the video, I mean. Everyone knows what um, you mean. Uh, everything just that we said me. about the intelligence community and the FBI. This next line is going to prove everything we just said about how they're essentially just hired fucking thugs for, you know, whatever purpose. Hell yeah. So here we go. First, we have confirmed that some voter registration information has been obtained by Iran <gasps> separately by Russia. Isn't that this public? data <laughs> used by foreign uh, uh, uh. actors to uh. attempt to communicate false information to registered voters that they hope will cause confusion, sow chaos, and undermine your confidence in American democracy. To that end, we have already seen Iran sending spoofed emails designed to intimidate voters, incite social unrest, and damage President Trump. You may have seen some reports. Damage President Trump? Right, right. Incite social unrest? Because we don't have any reason to have social unrest without Iran telling us about it, right? Of course not. We don't have any reason to... To think that Donald Trump is a shitty president without Iran telling us about it, right? Mm. Right, right. Uh, I, I will, I, I will remind people that uh, the U.S. has frequently, and for I don't fucking know, uh, a hundred years almost, <laughs> d- done this thing where they drop leaflets, they drop pamphlets on countries, uh, oh. Egypt, Syria. Uh, yeah. a, a, a lot of different countries just with with propaganda on them it's 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 the it's the primitive form of an email blast you're gonna bring up hiroshima and you're fucking wrong <laughs> i'm kidding but no but, i wasn't no yeah, i was yeah, gonna go say on. it's it's not propaganda because it's american truth and justice oh, yeah, 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 yeah. all right it's um, it's perfectly acceptable for us to say that your local moolah is a child molesting <laughs> Right, you know, right. maniac who who wants to kill all your babies or something. Yeah, it's it's just it's 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 amazing how how some some group of Iranians sending your grandma emails <laughs> that say uh, Donald Trump is bad, like that say yeah right <laughs> right while while they're still signed up for the fucking like I don't know the 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 horn or fucking fox news or whatever the fuck uh breitbart uh it just just as if these things were any different or things that we haven't already been doing for forever or it's it's why are people acting like this is new and and the like the the fuck it the facebook stuff oh yeah and yeah, Facebook is full of weird fake news and everything, yeah, but people sure. are really overcomplicating how this stuff works. And well, it's and, like, and it's like, oh, we, we linked t- 22 Facebook accounts to Russian trolls. And it's like, right. Okay, cool. Yeah. Um, I have 22 Instagram pages. Or, yeah, like, right? like I, I, everyone's got sock puppets if they know what the internet is and they want to use it for anything. Yeah. Like, but and, it's and you know you, you can you can make the argument that like oh yeah Russia's you know making a, a concerted effort to try to change public opinion well i think all those opinions are there and all that these no. these russian trolls or iranian trolls now i guess <laughs> are doing is just giving people like q exists completely outside of the russia gate thing right right it's it's not a russian 
asset. It's not an Iranian asset. Right. Q still exists and Q has got millions of followers all fucking frothing at the mouth because they think that there's a, a child sex cult. Right. Which, which probably is, but not, <laughs> not in the way that they're saying it is. Right. Um, and, and and to be clear, like the false information thing is a fucking problem. Um, and it's horrifying. And like, I'm sure many of the listener uh, have like family that they've essentially like lost to this kind of like crazy shit. I certainly do. But um, drawing weird national boundaries on it uh, is unhelpful. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> right. Yeah. And and you think about like the, the damage that's being done by these so-called Russian trolls is probably much less than the damage that's being done by our own like warped psyche. Yeah. And not not to harp on them again because like CNN and shit suck too, but like oh, absolutely. just fucking the amount of of psychic damage that boomers and 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 younger people too, I guess, have suffered from Fox News existing. Yeah. Is is incomprehensible and that's almost. our own creation baby right and that's it, ourselves tucker carlson is far more frightening and damaging than any amount of russian bots uh, go fuck yourself no like, no, no, no it's dude. crazy <laughs> thinking you, otherwise you don't get it the reason uh-huh. that there's civil unrest uh-huh. is because a young millennial i don't know uh-huh. maybe in Portland, it's, it's Oregon. Probably Zoomers now. Portland, Oregon. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. Maybe a Zoomer. Yeah. A Zoomer in Portland, Oregon. They're growing up. They're smart. Got an email mm-hmm. from some guy in Iran. <laughs> I don't know any Iranian names, and I'm not going to be racist about it. Yeah. You had a chance to be racist. I had a and chance you, to be racist. You and didn't, I didn't do the Nick Mullen, and I'm a little... I hope, uh, I hope my medal is in the mail. Yeah. So... Um, I'm giving a hand, him a handy beneath the desk. <laughs> uh, so some Zoomer in Portland, Oregon has gotten an email from some guy in Iran saying, hey, isn't it fucked up that police are killing black people? And now we've got riots. Now we've got civil unrest. And then your poor grandmother who just wants to do nothing but knit and think about how much she loves her grandson. Oh, that feels pretty good. Um, how much? How much? How much he loves her grandson. Gets an email about how Trump is trying to kill old people by opening up the economy too soon right. during a pandemic, <laughs> and now she's she's disillusioned about Trump. So we've got we've got two sides of the same coin bad. here. Um, we've got civil unrest being incited by Iran and. St- st- anti-Trump rhetoric being spread by maybe Russia. I don't know. <laughs> and, and I'm sick of it and I'm tired of it. And we got to, we got to take disgusting. our internet back and gotta what we got to do, <laughs> we got to, we got to cut ourselves off from yeah, the rest of the we world. We got a North Korea. We got a North Korea. <laughs> Mike, can I, can I uh, do a little throwback real quick? Sure. Um, do you remember death panels? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, that was it, us. <laughs> it's, it's pretty weird that uh, that we had all that stuff about death panels and they were so afraid for grandma. And now we're just letting like the the natural COVID death panel like do the same thing. Well, it's OK when the yeah. death panel is God. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. It's the um, 
It's just the what 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 is the name of the the whole like that crocodile and Anubis thing when you uh, die in the Egyptian pantheon? Where, I'm like, not they, I'm not very brushed up on my the, uh, Egyptian they, mythology. They sorry. measure your the weight of your heart against a feather, and uh, oh, yeah, yeah. If your heart if, is if heavier than a feather. Heavy, you get yeah. eaten by this crocodile yeah. guy. Um, who apparently lives close uh, close to that location. He, he has a very short commute uh, from uh, what I've heard. Um, it's actually a fact, um, but uh, yeah, it just it, that we just have that going on for old people all the time right now. We just we we, <laughs> we check to see if uh, you know they are worth being alive, and then with the COVID and crocodile and comes we up and eats them. Always invariably say no. Sorry, that was a, that was a really bad. That's uh, okay. Uh, it was it was allegory. Neat. You just it was neat. I'm bringing just up mythology. All the, all the listener about a little bit of Egyptian mythology. You're fucking welcome. Next time I'll tell you about the Bardo. Um, so that that's really all I wanted to get out of this clip. I didn't watch it too much further well, than that God, because I heard that part and I was like, Jesus fucking Christ. Um, I will I will as an aside say that uh, one of my favorite tweets the other day was Rachel Maddow. Um, mm, my favorite. <laughs> she my favorite. So I don't, probably I don't know, not a child molester. I don't know a whole lot about like. Uh, hacking so to speak mm-hmm. but she was claiming that the repair shop that hunter biden dropped off his laptop at and this is why all these emails were or files were hacked or whatever was part of a, a russian run um conspiracy using github <laughs> which i know that github is like a commonly used just like programming tool sort of thing right yeah yeah, yeah. so but but she was claiming that you know it was using like some some program that was accessing things through a GitHub, and you know, GitHub is funded by Russian oligarchs that's, or some that's shit. And so fucking crazy! Yeah, it, like, it do we need to explain why that's crazy? No. Okay. No, good. we don't. Let's because move on. because it's the same thing. It's it's, it's fucking it's nat- GitHub, guys. Yeah, it's it's GitHub. Which Everyone is- uses. If you have a fucking website that does yeah, anything, right. except for sit there, you're using GitHub. And it's like I said, fucking- I'm not a programmer, but. Even I know that, and she's supposed to be a fucking journalist. So, and, and like you maybe know, just look up GitHub. Like, let's right. see what let's see what happens when I look up GitHub. Where the world builds software. Yeah, it's, and it's some of those are Russians. <laughs> some <laughs> yeah. of the world is Russian. Some of the people that uh, build software are Russians. And it, it, it's, oh, headquarters it's, head, it's head, yeah, headquarters yeah. is in San Francisco. Yeah, headquarters is in San Francisco. Man, right? And um, source: I was a project manager for a web design firm um, for a while. So. You know what? It was was before GitHub, but I still know what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> this is this is way old. Oh, by the way, uh, what's that fucking that that video um, uh, that streaming platform that just uh, finally went down after existing for a couple months? Oh, Quibi. Uh, Quibi. Who yeah. who is Quibi connected to? Uh, Meg Whitman. Fuck yeah, Meg Whitman, uh, who we all stand right. We yeah. love Meg Whitman. I, I I went on a bit of a rant the other day about all the people that uh, Joe Biden's uh, team is vetting, and uh-huh. Meg Whitman is one of them. And Hell she's yeah. literally just like her only role in life is just to be like a corporate board member. Yeah. I think. I mean, it's it's a whole class of people. It's, oh, okay, that, that's here's cool. here's the the Rachel Maddow uh, tweet. I found the friend of mine that uh, posted mm. it. Oh, this fuck. Uh, Rachel Maddow <laughs> tweeted on. Uh, let's see, this is nineteenth of October. Oh uh, man, that was a long time ago. That was like two expert, days ago. Yeah, it was like <laughs> two whole days, and these times is, <laughs> yeah. is like a week of uh, mental time. <laughs> 
tech experts have examined the Del- Delaware laptop repairman's claims. The Hunter Biden info was extracted using a hacking tool known as Gentoo. Contributors to the Gentoo project include numerous Russians, according to the tech directory GitHub. Oh, okay. So it was yeah. it's I, I guess GitHub probably something made yeah. on GitHub or available on GitHub. Sure. Right? Maybe. Oh, it's... God damn it, it's just a... I fucking I I fucking hate everything. Yeah. It just sucks. Gentoo is just a Linux distribution. Yeah. That's that's fucking amazing. I, <laughs> but you know, that's, she'll just uh she'll just report it because that's uh it's gotta be Russians, right? That I am I'm I'm hold on, I'm startled by this because it's this is even weirder and funnier than them saying like it's it's from GitHub because it's literally they're like saying the same thing twice. They're they're just saying, well, this thing that can be used for literally whatever the fuck. <laughs> yeah. It's like totally not good or bad or anything. Like it's just a fucking thing that does things that you want it to. It's like, it's like a wrench. It's, yeah, it's like a wrench. This wrench was built using a hammer. <laughs> and it's it but the hammer was totally. used by Russians. <laughs> yeah, some Russians use hammers, and this hammer was used to build a wrench and that mm-hmm. wrench. It's like what the f- holy shit! Yeah, You've that is that. so fucking. Dumb. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I botched the uh, the intro to that. I'm but... not even a techie. Yeah, but uh, far from it. I'm. I am a boomer now. Uh, but well, you know, uh, Russia has a lot of uh, operatives stationed in Delaware, <laughs> <laughs> running yeah, running actually... running laptop repair shops for just such an occasion where Hunter yeah. Biden happens to stop by. Delaware is mostly Russian agents, from <laughs> from what I've heard. Yeah, that's that is incomprehensibly stupid. Yeah. That's that it's, it's that great, is right? so awesome. That rules. That fucks. That fucks. That fucks is that what fucks. it does. When did I start uh, saying that? I've been saying that this year, and I don't know where it came from. I, I think do other and, people you, say that? You and I both started like adopting it. I think. Yeah. And I don't know why, but do other people say that? Uh, maybe, probably. Listener, do you say that fucks when something is Drop awesome? Drop us a line. Drop us a line. What are the two questions they have to answer for us now? Do they say <clears throat> it fucks, and do they? Uh... <laughs> my memory stops at like 30 seconds guys fish i am a goldfish yeah. yeah i don't remember either who fucking cares what's and I, next and i typically have an okay memory <laughs> shut up mike um so this this next Drunk clip asshole. is is great it happened a little while ago it was october 15th but we were uh, in the woods no, when this happened mm-hmm. oh yeah we were in the woods and uh we nice? we didn't get a chance to to view this and love it and this is why Democrats are so focused on process and can never do anything to maybe consolidate power and take it away from the Republicans because they don't care about doing that. They just want the process to be clean and efficient. And it doesn't matter what the process produces as long as it produces something and as long as the process is adhered to. Yeah. You ready for this? No. Just do it. Have you seen this? No. Okay. I don't think so. This is no. uh this is at the Amy Coney Barrett hearings and this is uh Diane Feinstein oh. talking to Lindsey Graham. No, yeah, I did see this. I hate this so Mr. much. Mr. Chairman, I just want to thank you. 
Uh, this has been one of the best set of hearings that I've participated in. Uh, now, mind you, mind you, she is supposed uh, to dislike this situation because and she's three thousand years old, so she's seen a lot of hearings. She has seen a lot of hearings, so that's maybe impressive in Lindsey Graham's. Uh, you know, put put that on your resume. Diane Feinstein said I had a really good process once. I mean, it, it wasn't nearly as much of a shit show as the Kavanaugh thing because we actually uh, pretended to fight the Kavanaugh thing. <laughs> Right. And so and so this is where I'm going with this is that this is all just like a process it's, issue where the, the gears where the were Kavanaugh, so well oiled. Yeah, the gears no. are so well oiled. Everything you fucked us like, so smooth. It's it's you know she kind of dug into Amy Coney Barrett. She dug into her on sure. the wrong thing, which sure. is like, I think you shouldn't have the faith and like no American's gonna agree to that. So it was a worthless position to stand on. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's all the other things that you could criticize about Amy Coney Barrett, like um, the fact that she's made public proclamations about how the Affordable Care Act is anti-constitutional or how she ruled in a court case that uh, a black man being called the N-word didn't constitute a hostile work environment. I mean, you, I'm not even I can't anyways, I can't even make a joke. I can't do it. Yeah, I have nothing. Can't. Yeah, don't don't do it. <laughs> man, I but, try uh, so but, hard. But here's here's Feinstein. Just Got just so, so pleased that, that Lindsey Graham ran such a smooth operation doesn't even matter and i want to thank you for your fairness and the opportunity of going back and forth it leaves one and and, and it's so fair that when at the end of obama's term they refused to uh confirm merrick garland uh because of some bullshit rule that they made up on the spot which is that you know in a lame duck presidency you just don't do that or or when we 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 aren't certain what the american people are going to vote in next you just don't do that it is incredibly important for liberalism that you don't have a memory it's extremely what important. It is, what it is, I think, is more of a process issue. Well, that's exactly what I'm saying, is that <laughs> where you, it can't be eventized. It has to be totally based on uh, the sure. procedural yeah, smoothness. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah. No, no, no. Yeah. Okay. We agree there. Oh, totally. Um, yeah. A thousand percent. I thought you were disagreeing with me. On the, no, this is something we, we I think we made yeah. pretty clear, like both of our thoughts on this. Yeah. Um, you know. and, and so, so you know, I, I was... <laughs> ranting of somebody on Facebook before I before I hopped in here. But, you know, this this is this is a clear indication of where uh, Democrats, neoliberals, essentially, are are so process driven that they don't care what the process produces. Mm. It could be a total fucking nightmare like Amy Coney Barrett, but the process has produced her. Right. And they're happy with it because they went through the process. Well, it's like what I what I the the problem is mm. that fascists, they do like process still. But they will destroy processes that don't work for them. Right. And so the process that they destroyed back in Obama's, you know, last term was the process of Obama being able to pick a Supreme Court nominee, right? Right. They destroyed that process. No. They said, no, 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 this process is 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 wrong. It's it's wrong because of these reasons and we can't do it. Well, now they're right. they're destroying that process that they made because that process isn't gonna work for them in this situation. Yeah. And they've created a new process, which is we just ramrod whatever fucking psychopath we can pick up off the street and moments notice you have to admire what a smooth process it is and and yeah and and Um, they oiled it really well so it it ramrodded right through that process and i mean the 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 where we started talking about this process thing on this podcast was was uh when i pointed out that that the one of the primary issues with liberalism is that it's all it is is process without ideology because the process is the ideology um and i mean ideology is not always good but you need to have it to make anything change right yep. uh and so fascists 
definitely have an ideology uh, <laughs> yep. and they definitely know how to shift pro- around process. But yeah. it's just well, they, for they the don't even shift, out there. They don't even shift process around. They, well, they shift, completely smash, ignore it and, and yeah. destroy it. Yeah. In, in certain new circuits, it's it's, you know, it's everyone should. And it's very difficult. But once you've read Capitalist Realism, which you should still do, and maybe the accursed share by Bataille, you know, touch on that a little bit. But anyone that's interested in the way that fascism and capital work and neoliberalism and all of this weird postmodern nightmare politics that we have, read Anti-Oedipus by Deleuze and Guattari uh, because it maps out exactly how all of these flows and circuitries function and why something that is purely procedural is always going to be a fucking nightmare, but also kind of a map on how to resist that by using it, like how fascists do. (laughs) Um, uh, And like anyone who wants to live in this and have any kind of ideological change uh, or any kind of process or or not process, any kind of uh, uh, um, uh, progress uh, needs to do. Uh, But read, uh, read that. Read, and, fucking uh, read that. Do it, it fucking it, now. It might be worth bringing up. Hmm. I, I haven't read these books. They're on. They're on my to do list. Hell yeah. Um, but you you endorse this as well, so I'll bring it up. Hmm. Uh, Plastic pills on YouTube. Yeah. Put out a good video. Um, do you remember the the name of that video? Uh, no. All I'll, I remember I'll, is it's his it anti Oedipus video. Uh, Plastic pills seems pretty new. Uh, I. I reached out to him on um, on Instagram. I'd like to talk to him a little bit, but uh, okay, his a, videos are, are it's pretty fucking Deleuze good. Deleuze and Guattari, uh, anti Oedipus, delirium, and delirium something else. And, uh, Yo, my Lacan. Oh man, that came over loud. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> right. Uh, it's De- Deleuze oh, okay. and Guattari, anti Oedipus, delirium, and schizoanalysis as political project. Yeah. Uh, it's by and, Plastic Pills on YouTube. And this motherfucker uses. The Oxford comma. So I'm into him. Oh, yeah, okay. he, uh, well, go ahead and suck him off. Well, I mean, he, his, uh, I have some complaints, but, but I, uh, <laughs> but he does represent, uh, Deleuze and Guattari in such a way that, um, it's clear that he actually fucking understands what he's talking about. Um, yeah, and which that, is and that's kind of why I wanted surprising. to bring it up because I, I watched that video and I, I felt like I understood a lot more of what was going on. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, and you, people, and you gave your endorsement to it. So I was like, yeah. okay. It's probably not completely fucked up then. I am li- I am literally dank to lose. <laughs> yeah, right. You know? And and so that Which, makes you the, yeah. I got the, the foremost name expert. First. Yeah, the, yeah, the foremost expert on uh, I don't know shit posting Deleuzian style. <laughs> right, but uh, no, that's that's a really good video. I I do endorse what I've seen of his. Uh, I I yeah, and like I said, there there's there's some problems, but but they're pretty minimal. And uh, yeah, so check him the fuck out. Cool. And thank you to uh, Cam for showing him to me. Thanks, uh, Cam. Our, our uh, bottom text without organs, I had brother. Actually, I had actually seen him a while back, and I just didn't mm. know whether or not he was good, so I didn't bring him up to you. Well, we did it. That's how it works. Um, all right, so let's watch this. With a lot of hopes, a lot of questions, and even some ideas, perhaps some good bipartisan legislation <laughs> we can put together <laughs> to bipartisan make legislation even better. So thank you thank so you. much for your leadership. Well, one, that means a lot to me. And, and I know we have very different views about the judge and whether we should be doing they this do. or not. But yeah. having said all that, to my Democratic colleagues, um, you have challenged the judge. You've challenged us. And I accept those challenges. <laughs> and, as being, and we're still going to do everything. Yeah. <laughs> um, 
this is like a victory speech. Like, like, I like to accept yeah, the, this blowjob. The, the other team, you know, they played a good game of ball, but yeah. uh, you know, we we accept the challenge that they gave us when they played that ball. Right. Uh, we we scored more than them, and they actually never had a chance. But you know, we appreciate the fact that they came to the field to play. Well, I mean, yeah, sports and politics have been innately connected for thousands of years yeah, in really absolutely. interesting ways. Like the Greeks, uh, yeah, yeah, the I was, fucking. I was actually going to bring that the up. Byzantines. Yeah. Um, actually, God, I want to tell the story of the Nika riots, but maybe maybe I should save that. Another but, time, perhaps. Oh, it's so fun. Just look up the Nika riots, guys. It's the funniest, craziest shit. If anyone ever tells you to keep politics out of sports, <laughs> tell them to go fuck themselves. Tell them to go fuck this themselves. This is literally what sports are. Sports are politics, friends. Trying to demean her as a person. Uh, to the people on my side, thank you very much for being involved and you know telling our side of the story and asking the judge uh, about your concerns uh one thing we can tell you as long as there's <clears throat> senator grassley there'll be a question about ethanol uh, to senator feinstein you're a joy to work with uh to our staffs i know this has been very hard these, these are political enemies sides. by the, the people way. who set up the room thank these, you these these are people uh, that the, were were led to believe are like in opposition to each other in right. some way yeah no 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 i mean this is directly cor- cor- correlative to sports and that like yeah uh the washington we're not allowed to say their names anymore are technically opposed to the patriots um but i mean they all work for the nfl right at the end of the day right yeah exactly the witnesses who chose to participate today as private citizens thank you to the police officers who made this go well thank you uh to all my staff police officers in front of this i really do thank you nice cool and then uh awesome. Im- immediately after that uh they they embrace um oh yeah yeah i heard about the hug yeah. thing you, you you can't hear a hug on on you or over the uh the audio so not a bad hug you can hear a good hug <laughs> a good hug you can just I guarantee feel it, it. <laughs> oh yeah i've been seeing uh images from this but i, I haven't really heard the whole story i was waiting oh, okay. on that because i was sure cool. you're gonna bring it up yeah so. this this is uh this is gonna bring my spirits up oh, yeah. um, unfortunately so was that a boner job Bring your spirits up. Yeah, it's gonna bring my spirits up. Because I'm pretty me. sure that so, connects. So there's there's two things that we're potentially gonna miss because we're going on this trip. Uh tomorrow, I mean, we don't we don't have to miss it, but we're not gonna have the ability mm-hmm. to live stream it, I think. Yeah. Uh, but tomorrow is the uh the second presidential debate. So I don't know if you want to watch that. I don't think um, it's good for me to watch that right now. I mean, I'm going to do it, but I am. Yeah, gonna, I'm probably going to do it anyways, but I don't yeah. think it's good for me to do it. Yeah. But I don't want to live stream right now. I'm, no, I'm, I'm not going to yeah. live stream anything for a long time. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, so you know, uh, we, we won't be doing the presidential debate tomorrow. But the thing that I'm actually upset that we're going to miss mm. is the, the new Borat film comes out on Friday. And I wasn't excited yeah. about this at all. No, I thought I'm it was like a little. The, the, the little first, bit. the first movie was funny. I, yeah. I had a good time watching it, but it's like one of those things that I just kind of felt like, eh, you know. Yeah, I wasn't like a sequel about was it, like a, a sequel is like whatever, you know. Yeah. I, now I'm yeah. actually kind of excited to see it because 
Right. There's a scene in it in which Rudy Giuliani is is uh, caught fondling himself. It's so good in front of what uh, supposedly is a 15 year old girl. That fucking um, rules. I mean, who, who is playing who is playing <laughs> Borat's daughter? I think it's a full grown woman, but is, I believe yeah. the the impression was given that she was a 15 year old girl as like I'm marrying off my daughter sort of thing. These people are all uh, cool perverts. Oh, and not a cool yeah. kind. Uh, so if you if you search Rudy Giuliani Borat and uh, go into uh, Google image search, you're going to find a very compromising photo of what looks like a dead mannequin, but is actually Rudy Giuliani laying on the bed, <laughs> his hands down his pants with a with a young woman nearby kind of turned away from him. Um, I've, I've heard some, some accounts from people who, who have actually seen the film at this point, because apparently there, there's like pre-release going on and people are screening it right now and stuff. Uh, and then this was, was how it was leaked was somebody was like, holy fuck. And they just kind of like sneak their fucking camera in on this one. Um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, it's, uh, Rudy Giuliani's being like, interviewed sort of by by borat's daughter uh-huh. and then like she she invites him to the bedroom for a drink and <laughs> he he lays down and just kind of like starts getting comfortable and she she's being a little bit flirty sort of and then he just like starts putting his hands down his pants and and what? stroking stroking them stroking the old the old twin towers i guess I don't know. <laughs> he's got he's got a bifurcated cock yeah. uh, but i mean even he got it if, in honor of 9-11 right even even if like this was like an exchange that you wanted to take place like or, or something why would you just start stroking off yeah I'm, why right that's that seems like it seems a little tactless. <laughs> well, <laughs> that's what you think. Fifteen-year-old invites you to, uh, to have a drink, which uh, you know seems seems legit. You think that you uh, think there's different? So you know, there's like a there's like a like New York style pizza, oh God. Chicago style pizza, mm-hmm. Which isn't pizza. I've spent my time in Chicago, but yeah, it's like lasagna, right? Yeah, it's good though. Yeah, no doubt. Lasagna is great. Yeah. yeah. Um, do you think that there's like different styles of like of, a of, sexual foreplay, or maybe even jacking off? Like this, this is like a New York style kind of hookup, like Mike, where you where it's it's. Of is course that a question? You, <laughs> I don't know, man. Of course there is. I've only ever lived on the West Coast, so all I know is that like you you uh you cry and you never date anybody. Yeah. You're the one with a girlfriend. <laughs> But yeah, I mean, it's, uh, there are, uh, I mean, it's the rule 34, right? Is that the one? Is that the number? Uh, yeah. Um, rule 34 that there's porn of everything. Yeah. If you can imagine something, there's porn on it. Uh, yeah. but, uh, no, I mean, there's, there's going to be like, uh, localized, uh, sexual traditions, um, localized mating rituals, if you will. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's a reason. Tribal there's, mating arrangements. There's French kissing, right? Yeah. But uh, everybody does that. Yeah. You've never had a Floridian kiss though. I don't know how to do meth. No, it's it's, it's it, it is coke. It is coke. It's a little classier than people expect oh, okay. it to be. Well, um, I guess I guess this is a new Floridian uh, kiss. That no, I was thinking for, this of. was founded in the eighties, but it's uh, you uh, the the lady puts out her tongue and you take a bump off of it. <laughs> 
which is the thing a I just thing? invented. I oh, just invented okay. it, but I love it. Yeah, no, I, it's, I it's entirely so plausible that that that's like some kind of cultural. Yeah, thing. F- fill your nose with wet saliva <laughs> coke. <laughs> I'll snort it off of anything. <laughs> anything. Uh, anything. Hell yeah. Cool. All right. Well, yeah. Cool. So that's uh, that's a little fun story. Thanks for listening, guys. No, Take no, no. Your... We're not done. We're not done. We're not done. Oh man. I thought we'd. Uh, so What's since next? we're since we're gonna miss the debate. Oh man. I figured we'd look at the debate topics. Well, you know who didn't miss a debate? The guy that was debating on that bed in front of a fifteen-year-old. That fucking perverted <laughs> piece Master of shit. Master debating. Master debater, Mister Giuliani. Yeah. How's that? He. His his fall from grace has been so so I, I, majestic. I, I said this the other day to somebody I was talking to. I forget who it was, but I was like, "Certainly not me. We don't talk anymore." He could have just rode. Yeah, keep going. Like tragic as it was, nine eleven was yeah. obviously a tragedy, but he could have like he was successful in that moment. Yeah, he did like fine enough, you know. Yeah, he did I mean, whatever. like he uh-huh. he, he kept liked him. he kept the city kind of like from imploding on itself you didn't, I like guess. say an n-word like yeah. live or anything or he, he stroke showed, off in he front showed of a 15 year old girl he showed a decent amount of leadership in that moment where it was needed yeah showed a little neck <laughs> <laughs> and and he could have just rode that for the rest like he would be untouchable for the rest of his fucking life like even the weird shit about him marrying his cousin back in the day like he could have just glossed over all of that and rode this out for the rest of his fucking life and never had a, a problem ever right ever but but he just couldn't like fucking stop like trying to get his fingers into the fucking system and being <laughs> a his, weird get his fingers into yeah, a 15 year old girl get his fingers into a 15 year old girl and, mm-hmm. and keep being like a weird like pundit on tv like a weird pundit and, and that uh, is attracted to 15 year old girls like a weird pundit that's attracted to 15 year old girls mm-hmm. and like allegedly feels it necessary to figure out you know hunter I- biden's email passwords or something and, and try to smear him because he's got some pictures of him fucked up in a bathtub. Hell yeah. Like, and, and then like the thing where he was like trying to show the, the emails and stuff on the his emails. laptop while he was talking the to email. people through, through a video we chat. are so fucking obsessed with the emails. What the fuck? Well, everything bad happens in the But her emails. But his emails. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's insane. Um, Guys, don't fucking use email. Don't use also, email. Please uh, send me a message. I'll add you to my mailing list. <laughs> <laughs> Return to monkey. Return to monkey. Um, so I'm going to go through these debate topics and you tell oh, me if anything interesting no, stands out. I don't want to. But I don't want to, Michael. Oh, God, you I, keep doing this to me. I, I don't want to talk on the internet no more. Just, Shut the fuck up. All right. Um, Wait, do you want me to respond then? Or? No. Well, I don't know. Like to the things? The, did you want me to do oh, the Oh, yeah. Don't asked? shut up when I talk about okay. those. Should I shut up now? Uh, so I... the first one <laughs> the first one is fighting COVID-19. Okay, cool. Race in America. Uh, these are like Jeopardy categories. Show, yeah, hell yeah. <laughs> these are what? I said these are like Jeopardy categories. Yeah, right, right. I'll take race in America for 200. <laughs> That's how they should run it. Right. That would be great, actually. Yeah. Like they've got to clear a board of Jeopardy, but they like, like let's not let's not issue points to. Well, man, no, we no, should issue let, points because issue it points makes them answer yeah. questions. Yeah, mm. and then like it's like well, I'll take race for five hundred, and it's like, what do you really think of George Floyd and his criminal past or something like that? <laughs> just just like a, a complete trap question. Pops down from the ceiling. Yeah, 
And uh, and then, was he like, an angel? <laughs> right. <laughs> and then Joe Biden's got to dance all around that. Well, <laughs> well my crime bill and uh, well, pop. Mm. I, I was good friends with a man named Corn Pop before we had a falling out. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Yeah. No, I like the I like the Jeopardy debate format style. Let's get this pushed. Oh yeah, let's um, do it. We see we got time. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, climate change. All right. Maybe the only reason to one of the only reasons for vote, vote for Biden. Perhaps. National security. National oh, security. This is your job. This is, uh, yeah. <laughs> Dude, I only have the one job that's not paying me. So, <laughs> um, all right. I mean, national that's... security on the, on the subject of national security. One of, uh, Joe Biden's major, uh, interview points from, from something like the last couple of days was that he wanted to reinstate the faith in the, uh, the <sighs> intelligence right. community. Yeah. yeah, of course. And there was the whole thing about the fact that he like always holds his, like his, his national security briefings with him and stuff. It's like, yep. And how like soothing that is that he's like he's deeply dedicated to like interacting with the intelligence community and it's like fucking who are a bunch of warmongering sociopaths. Yeah, it's really good that he brings them in. Uh, leadership. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and American families. That's dope. That's pretty cool. <laughs> um, Aren't these fucking boring? Yeah. Well, I mean, they should be to some degree. Uh, eh. But why don't we just do one uh, that's just just about climate change? Just just climate change. Just climate change. Include COVID with that. Uh, and just let's focus on like one of the only things that matters uh, kind of is the fact that we are living in a, a natural world that we are destroying and that's going to fucking well, it's, kill it's us. Weird, it's weird that they yeah, separated uh, climate change and national security. When yeah yeah right even even like the intelligence schools i think at this point have accepted that climate change is likely the biggest uh threat to national security yes. that we have today i forget who yeah who said that in like the it was like the 2016 debate someone ended up saying that and i was like yeah that's dope i want to say it was bernie but it was probably some uh, fucking asshole um no, no no i think it was bernie yeah yeah it, it's it's sad that we had to think about uh um um, having, really I'm having trouble finding the uh, whoever said it was right, but they yeah. may or may not have said it for the right reasons. Um, well, well, that's that's what's troubling about it is the only way that we can consider climate change a necessary thing that we need to change mm. is uh, or rather not change, but uh, fix is uh, by issuing it in terms of it's going to make our country insecure. Right. We, it's a national security threat. Yeah, that's that's the only reason we should care about it because I mean, that or, because Russians or Iranians might right. try to hurt us that after we suffered capital, you know. Yeah, sustainable. That's holy shit! What yeah. a fucking amazing word that is. <laughs> sustainable capitalism, something that's innately unsustainable that can only like no 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 we'll let, we'll let by, it by developing. We'll let it spiral out of control, but fucking we'll like. Nuts keep it contained <laughs> yeah right well it's we'll, like a pete Buttigieg thing like oh of course sometimes yeah. you have to let things spiral out of control in order to <laughs> keep them contained inside right. well it's 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 like that uh, that bit from the epa that i noted um uh in one of the earlier episodes uh per like super fun sites the whole goal of remediation is to return a site to uh productive use yeah right <laughs> and like that's that's sustainable right yeah. there guys I bought uh, bought all these eggs so we could smash them, so we could get more eggs. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
That's how it works in Minecraft. Too, but I don't give a shit. That's how it works in Minecraft. That's you, true. You smash enough eggs and a chicken pops out of one of them. And man, you get more I, uh, eggs than that chicken. I, I got a lot of Minecraft stories because I was a young man and I'm still a piece of shit. Uh, but uh, I, I had I had a chicken or a duck. What are they chickens? Uh, they're, what are they're they? chickens, yes. Yeah. I mean, they look like ducks, they but I guess cluck. they're chickens. Well, it's, it's Minecraft. Everything's blocky. They Everything's don't have the stupid. pointed beaks. Um, but yeah, so I uh, I had uh, like a, a chicken duck dungeon beneath my house where I would just... That's the way you do it, man. I would just torture them to death. Yeah. Um, and I had a whole bunch of like weird <laughs> ominous shit down there and you had to like go through a little trap door. And uh, this was all within like this server that we had where we built like a nice little community where like we had rules and shit. And uh, eventually ended up dragging one of my friends down there. Uh, like I tricked him into like looking for shit. And then he found this chicken torturing dungeon. And then I murdered him with an axe. Cool, man. That was pretty fun. It was fun having fun. I <laughs> haven't had fun in a really long time. <laughs> I like to have fun. I then blew up that entire city, actually. And, and, blamed and it on someone else. And fun things. It's pretty good. And when the fun is good and fun. Do you guys remember fun? No, <laughs> I, I remember fun. I do. Oh uh, man, all I have now is the anticipation of where I'm gonna get fucked next. Remember ball pits? I never enjoyed those. They always seem more fun than they are. Yeah, um, and then you get in them for like five minutes, and you're like, okay, well, I've done all the fake swimming I can do. Right. What are like zip lines? Or, uh, like, bounce houses. No. You guys remember all that shit? That shit, that shit rocked. <laughs> that shit, that shit was cool. What? I want to be a little boy. No, I mean, this, th- th- there are some adult, like, you know, play place type things. And they they kind of rule. And, you know, people should, uh, I don't know, man. I feel like people just need to you know, give a shit about just having some fun again. Because nothing, nothing that we do that's fun is actually fun anymore. Yeah. Like, fun doesn't exist now. Like, I thought starting this podcast was... <laughs> <laughs> right. That's, that's also, like... I mean, I, I some of these conversations are kind of fun and shit. Um, but, like, yeah, this is, like, another just, like, productive thing that we do, Fuck. kind of. Yeah. Uh, and I was actually thinking about this as I fell asleep last night. But, you know, the, the whole... Uh, essentially an adage uh, or like a cliche now, milk and honey, the land of milk and honey, yeah. the biblical thing. Um, I, I remember growing up my entire life thinking that like milk and honey, what that means is that it's something that's like productive or or something that the uh, like the, the means of your survival are provided when no, like milk and honey, that just means comfort. Sure. And it's yeah, like yeah. because that's what people should be looking for. Is they need to find, and you shouldn't like, you know, the whole atrophy thing, whatever the fuck. I'm not one of those fucking people that's like obsessed with this, but, but people should be seeking like comfort and happiness and fun, not constant production and production and production and making sure that like you have, you have the means of supporting yourself all the fucking time because it's possible for us to have a world where the thing that you really want to focus on finding is comfort. We have the material capacity to make make it so that that's not the case. But we're so obsessed, as we were talking about before with the uh, automation thing, we're so obsessed with increasing production that that's what everything kind of ends up boiling down to, is that everything has to become resource-driven and productive. And we should just, we should fucking, we should have bounce houses. <laughs> we should have zip lines and shit. Like, 
why the fuck are we just have fucking fun have a popsicle god damn it have a fucking popsicle get an ice cream rob nancy pelosi's house and get some ice cream there we go because you know that that, that's what they're fucking doing they have fun sometimes these people have fucking fun can you imagine how fun it would be to rob nancy pelosi's house oh my god like even just getting to that point would be fucking hilarious i think right and then like if you could put ice cream on top of that (laughs) (laughs) just looking at yeah like joe biden and his ice cream these people like ice cream these people like things well they also have a lot of money to be able to just like that's what i'm saying that's what i'm saying is that like the reason that we can't have fun and just live lives and like comfort one another and and like you know experience a human life cuddle nap time cuddle naps giant cuddle naps and there's a reason that we have like these weird like gross like poly communities and stuff popping up because everyone's just looking for like cuddle puddles and like comfort and shit like that <laughs> or like the, the fact that everyone's fucking playing video games all the time yeah. and honestly like I play I well not so much anymore I did some today and that was fine but like video games I don't even think video games are fun no I don't think they are and video games haven't been fun in a long fucking time because you know one wants to have fun fun isn't what we want fun is what we want but fun is never the thing that we actually reach out for like i get drunk and like pass out and then like play a game that that's based on like grinding and leveling and shit and like that's that that's what i fucking do with my time off that's fun that's not fucking fun (laughs) i'm just saying return to monkey return to monkey swing around in some fucking trees Go into a ball pit, cuddle with someone. Well, you know, be be do your social distancing shit. Yeah. But like, goddamn, cuddle, guys, cuddle with some people. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, I think that I think that's a positive note to leave off on. Uh, for- Have fun. Have fun. <laughs> We, we, <laughs> we, we aren't sure when our next recording will be because I'm going to be very busy trying to hunt down a home and maybe moving things and packing things up smother and, with a pillow. and I'll be smothered with a pillow by the end of the month. So oh, yeah. I will never again record, but, oh, uh, sock puppet. <laughs> yeah. Dorian's Dorian's been working on a voice that sounds suspiciously like mine. So I'm not sure what that's about. <laughs> Did you hear about Nancy Pelosi? She's a dumb dumb. <laughs> this is pretty oh, yeah. ableist, man. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, well, I, I'm not. You know, I'm just. I'm yeah, just trying to sound well, like you. That's all. That's all I'm doing. Oh no, no, no! You called Nancy Pelosi a dumb dumb. That's what I think is ableist. Oh, yeah. not yeah. you mocking me as if I'm some kind of simpleton. <laughs> we uh, should be more simple, real. <laughs> anyway. Yeah, so uh, I'll I'll announce whenever I think the next uh, episode will be when when I know that that when that time frame is. Um, obviously, it's going to require me getting settled down in a new place and getting everything set up. Uh, the place I'm looking at, thankfully, uh, I'll I'll be able to afford a uh, uh, an apartment that'll have an extra room for me to set up like a studio, and maybe oh, I nice. can start uh, doing more. Uh, more experimental things with video and um you know i've got some some art projects that i've been wanting to work on but sometimes it's not always easy to work on them when they're not like right in your face and staring you down all the time so yeah uh i'm I'm optimistic about where this leads to it's it's obviously a bummer but uh hopefully uh i can make some lemons out of lemonade as they say uh <laughs> <laughs> yes yep that's exactly how they say it uh so uh thank you everybody who listened to this um 
I, I will still be shit posting on the Instagram account, of yeah, course. We'll probably have to do even more of that. Just yeah, to, like, I, I'm, I'm sure. Alive. I'm sure that I'm going to compensate in some way by continuing to shit post. Uh, but uh, yeah, thanks, thanks everybody for listening. We will be back. Uh, we just don't know when. Uh, and we love you. Please take your medicine. Take take mine. Also, take Dorian's too from from the medicine cabinet. Take take all take 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 the drugs away. I can't handle them anymore. Oh, buddy. I can't keep doing this to myself. Oh, Dorian, don't cry. I'm so fucking sorry. Uh, I'm going to stop recording. I'm sorry. I'm sorry.